Hey guys, Cody here. I just want to let you guys know that there was a little bit of audio problems throughout this episode. We do apologize. We did also have Graham leave because he had to do some Jeep stuff. But we definitely wanted to make sure that we got this episode up because it was an incredible episode and you guys deserve to hear it. So if you can, just try to stick through it and enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode number 28. And today I am here with Cody, Graham, Kish myself luke and a special guest texan i've known him for fucking ever in a day it seems like at this point through the internet um met up with the dude in what 2013's when we started commenting on each other's build threads yeah it was uh, probably about that time frame in um on jeepforms.com back when that was like the standard i remember watching you getting roasted on pirate for posting about rubicon express long arms and that shit <laughs> Hey, that was pirate. Was like where people like us used to not go to when we were like in, in like high school or something. Yeah, and now I'm posting over there like an asshole on pirate still. Yeah, I I miss seeing those pirate four by four stickers on like all like the serious rigs. It's like rare to see them nowadays. Uh, we've brought those back. We actually found a company that makes them still. That uh, it's not the pirate four by four, but it's the double flip off with the smiley face. Oh, I got you. So we I found actually, that. This last Grand Cherokee that I sold a while back, I actually had a Pirate 4x4 sticker on it. And a guy was like, that was like, when he first messaged me, he was like, I noticed that Pirate sticker on there. Like, How long have you had this? And do you have a build thread on it? And I was like, uh, I don't know, maybe. But he was <laughs> that was literally because the sticker was the first thing that, that he messaged. So maybe the is the build thread required before you put the sticker on? Uh, <laughs> you gotta have a build thread with multiple pages and uh, you can't be like uh like uh, like like i was in like high school <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me put this rubicon express uh, six and a half inch with a uh, lift shackle here oh jesus <laughs> see i was i got into jeeps probably like a year after a forum stopped being a thing like when i came into it it was like facebook forums is where you went to get your info or just to troll people on the internet so I sadly missed out on all the fun with the different forums. Oh, yeah, yeah. Naxja was the shit for Cherokees back in the day. And um, like Jeep Forum was kind of a fun place to fuck around and Pirates where you found the cool shit. Oh, yeah. I, I remember when I first I got on Jeep Forums probably around like 2000. I was in I didn't graduate high school until 2006, but I remember being on AOL dial up Internet and logging in and trying to figure out how to get to post an image onto forms. You know, I had to put like the HTML code. I yep. didn't know how to do that, but my internet was so slow that I couldn't upload my like 2D picture that was like taken on like a, on a phone that was this big. <laughs> now that, that's just fucking aging yourself right there. <laughs> uh, it's just crazy how far everything's come, right? Oh yeah. I mean, what I love about the the forums, I mean, even though most of them are basically dead, is they're other than the pictures. The pictures all being gone because fuck photo bucket. Oh uh, right, I forgot about. That. Yeah, I mean, you you can still get so much. There's so much information. Like even just recently, I'm dealing with. Uh, I I've been having a really weird ground issue, uh, ever since I sunk my Cherokee in uh, <laughs> the river at Roush or the pond that we went through at Roush. It's mm -hmm. just been. This intermittent issue, it was something IOD related. 
uh, like everything would work fine, but I had no gauges, lights were acting weird, and it was grounding through something that it shouldn't have. Turned out to be the the ground was going through the comms bus, which is, I guess is a common thing, but I had to dig on the forums to find people talking about it, and apparently those side posts are grounds, and uh. <laughs> both of mine are uh, just self-tappers now. Previous owner had sheared both the bolts so they just self-tappered it in there so the self-tapper has been the ground and when i sunk it it was just enough to muck it all up that it oh so it's corroded it away on you or something or what oh yeah and i i don't know what i'm gonna do (laughs) i can like wiggle the self-tapper and tighten it a little more and it works (laughs) but i never would have found that without a forum you'd never be able to find that on a facebook group oh yeah yeah. and with the facebook groups people are always like did you search when I search for something on a Facebook group, there is so much that I can't even filter out. You know what I mean? Like on the forums, you used to be able to type in, will 33s fit on my stock Cherokee? And then there would be like 10,000 threads, but then you could sort it by the most uh, the, the most commented one or whatever, whatever. So you'd be able to find the one that actually was was like wor- worthwhile of your time. Yeah, yeah, I remember Jeep Forum forever. They had a post your uh, lift height and tire size and all your specs. And you could just go through and look at people and be like, oh, th- he's got an 8-inch lift with 40s. He's got a 2-inch body lift with 33s. And, <laughs> yeah. like, go through that shit. And that was cool. I feel like the forums is where I learned, like, almost everything by just reading and, like, not even posting. I Like, now, like, you know what you were saying, if you could see someone's Jeep and you know just from the forums, from those those threads, oh, that dude definitely has a 1.5-inch spacer lift on his JK and running 35s. 100%. Also, the part that <laughs> I miss about the forums is you used to have to try and get banned. You couldn't just call people pine cones and get a <laughs> permanent ban on Facebook. Right. <laughs> Jesus. I feel like Pirate and um, like some of the other forums like that is where I, I learned all like the memes and trolling. Because they were like memeing on people back then before it was even a thing. Oh, God. It was fucking awesome. There was like... People, you know, hey, I'm having a problem getting disc brakes on my Dana 70U. Well, did you read the fucking instructions, you fucking <laughs> dickwad? Uh, I did, but the back plate doesn't seem like it's in the right location. Well, did you fucking measure twice before you burned it in, retard? It was just <laughs> exactly. never-ending That's exactly how it was. I, I remember something. I can't remember what it was. I, I remember one of the first posts that I made was on, it was on Pirate, and it was about, I had like a CJ build that we were doing, and well, by, by we, it was mainly my father, but uh, it was a post, and I think he had like a, it was like one of those throttle body TBI 5.7s, right? Well, he was having issues, I want to say, with something, it's like an SM465, is that a yep. four-speed with granny granny low? He was having an issue with the the clutch being in the, the what's the, the flywheel? Yeah, yeah. Like, he had some something crazy going on with. I made a post about it, and it was like everybody knows you don't run a four sixty five with TBI three fifty. You dumb mother. <laughs> like, if you're gonna run a TBI three fifty, you're gonna run a seven hundred R or a turbo four hundred, dummy. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, you're the only one who missed that memo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. I got to ask the question because we always ask a new guest. How did you get into wheeling? All right. So I've been wheeling my entire, well, my wheeling, 
my family's grew up, I grew up willing Barnwell mountain in Gilmer, Texas is literally 10 miles away from my hometown. Um, so I'm from, I'm from originally from White Oak, Texas with Gilmer is the next town over. And in, in Gilmer, they held the top truck challenge like a couple years in a row back when they, those trucks were on like 46 inch tires and all this crazy stuff. It used to be in like the Fort Peterson's four wheel magazine. Do y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's like yeah. one of the challenges that, that they held. And uh, we used to go out there all the time to Barnwell. But the big thing that we would do back then, my grandparents, they had a YJ. But back in the day, the YJs were like the thing, right? Because nobody could afford TJs just yet. But the y, they had a YJ, but they did a nine inch swap and a 44, which was typical. But uh, they were running they were running 30, like 39s or 37s, which were like the gumbo tires, right? Or whatever it was. I can't remember what size it was, but it was intercoast, but they were like that V tread. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And so back back then, they were like towing it around. And like, I didn't think nothing of it because we grew up doing it. And uh, once I got to be like 16 years old, my I came home from school and my, my grandparents, and my dad and everybody are sitting out there and they had this, this purple XJ. When I say purple, it was fucking purple. purple. Also, it I'm was. sorry I got to interject. Welcome back, Cody. I'm glad that you had your traditional failure. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> was, well, thanks for calling me out. I was just about to message you. No, I was noticing that like normal noises that I was doing don't pick up, but they were today. And it's because for some reason, because of the update that was on what I use for my mic, it, it for like the reduced background noise was on zero. So like, I'm surprised you guys weren't even hearing my fans. Like on my it's PC. Okay. Like, we'll forgive you for the fork noises. There was like one. <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> Usually those noises don't come through, but I was noticing my little green blip was popping up, and I'm like, fuck. Fuck every time. <laughs> you know, I had a 16-ounce steak, and I only had about two ounces to go. Okay, I had to finish it. I'm sorry. We're good now, and I'm back. All right, keep going. I'm sorry. So, anyways, that thing was purple, bro. When I say it was literally a purple, but it was a four-cylinder. It had like 315,000 miles on it, and I want to say it was either... What was the first year of the Cherokee? Like 85 or 86? 85, yeah. 84. 84. 84 okay, so it was an 86. It had the 2.5 liter just piece of shit motor. Bone stock. <laughs> but it, it, they put like these 29-inch, I don't know what they were, Max's buckshots or whatever. Just like something something crazy like that, right? But uh, I beat the shit out of it for a little while. And then that's that was right around the time frame when I found Jeep forms because I was like, I saw they started seeing Cherokees on like, I don't know, like 33s and 35s all over the all over the place. And I was like, man, I want to do that. Next thing you know, it was on Jeep forms. But that's how it started. Grandparents were wheeling a YJ basically on like half ton axles back in like the mid 90s, you know, and it, it's just one of those things. I guess it's like a family tradition. That's awesome. So I have to ask, because you were on the forums back then, do you remember IV Jeep in 95's fucking awesome ass build thread? Was it the red one? No, it was the green one, where it was like, I'm going to put the cheapest 3-inch lift I can on with 35's, weld the rear axle, throw a lunchbox in it, and that dude was fucking it? wheeled it like that for was, fucking was, He was ever. running like creepy crawlers or something, wasn't he? He was All running right. pro comps. Uh, I, I the, do remember I remember Ivy Jeep in '95, and the Kool Aid Kid. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and you know the Kool Aid Kid. Believe when I was stationed at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, that dude. His name, his name is Matt. I met up with him randomly. He saw my Jeep and he was like, "Hey, are you on Jeep Farms? Me too, dude." <laughs> 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 
That's and like awesome. that dude used to he used to troll the ever living shit out of me on all my posts until we met in person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's awesome. God. So now your like intro into wheeling when you like with your grandparents was that in Texas or was that in New York? So that was in Texas. I've only been in New York since June of 2018. So I've so, only been here. What's the major difference that you notice with Texas wheeling? Because I've never been wheeling down there, nor have I really talked with people from down there about wheeling. What's the uh, like? What's the kind of consensus for wheeling in Texas? <laughs> you have traction everywhere you go in Texas. You don't have traction oh. here. Is there hills? I don't even know if there's now, hills in Texas. Oh, there's tons of hills. Texas is so big. They have everything from swamps to the to like snowy mountains. So you got to think cool. about it, like North North Texas goes right into Colorado, basically. You know what I mean? North. Yep. Oh no so, shit! Yeah, and then like, yeah. like if you go if you go east Texas, you're in the swamps of Louisiana, and if you go into southwest Texas, you're in like Mexico desert. Desert. Yeah. That's why um they have ultra four and dirt riot races in like three different places in Texas. So sorry cool. to interject here, but like when I was down in El Paso, uh, my coworker had a rig on thirty three Toyos. And it had like one locker in the rear and that was it. And we were walking up stuff that up here would scare the fuck out of me with my one ton shit box that's caged and shit. Just because oh, yeah. you can drive up the, it's like sandstone, but exactly. it acts like sandpaper. Exactly. So in Texas, when you're willing, unless it's just freshly rained, if it rains, it dries up the next day, right? So in Texas, you go, you go to go wheel it whatever park you're going to, unless you're down south, southeast Texas, mm -hmm. your tires are going to hook up. You don't even have to fucking air down. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Holy shit. So, I mean, airing down is still nice, but when we, we'd go wheeling for the weekend, I wouldn't air down, and I would have traction everywhere. Yeah. You go wheeling here, if you don't, if you don't air down, you you're, can't go nowhere. Yep. Like just like those Patagonia tires. <laughs> <laughs> I'm by the way, I'm the idiot that bought them. I bought <laughs> oh no. Nah, but <laughs> Yep. It all makes sense now. Okay. So yep. I bought those Patagonia, those forties, and I put them on a Range Rover. Right? That's and, uh, cool. Yeah, you know, it, it... Oh, I never made that connection. Yeah, he had a Range Rover on fucking forty inch Patagonias. He hit me up. He was like, hey, man, how do you like the tires? And I'm like, they're a good road tire, and they're kind of okay in the woods. They're not great. And he goes, I've been looking at them, and I'm like, they're yours, 800 bucks." <laughs> wow, 800 bucks. that's a pretty fair price, though. For a decent 40, that, like, oh, yeah, yeah. mud sucks on the wet rocks. They're not great, but most tires aren't that great unless they're, like, a sticky or, like, a one-of-a-kind tire. Yeah. But 800 bucks, that's not bad for a fucking 40. No, it was definitely a good deal. And I I jumped on it. I didn't even have I didn't even have 17 inch wheels for it yet. So I got onto Summit Racing. I got the cheapest eight by six and a half inch wheels that I could find. They were Pro Comp. They were discontinued, but they only had three of them. They were Chrome <laughs> wheels, right? I got on the eBay and I bought another one for like thirty nine dollars ship, just so I could have all four. And I don't know. I think I paid eight hundred. I think I had forties on the Range Rover for under twelve hundred bucks. Wow. <laughs> So what suspension is under this Range Rover that you are putting 40s on it? Okay. It's not a Range Rover what you think it is. And the only thing that was Range Rover about it was the motor. Um, so it was it was a Range Rover Classic. So it was a 1990 Range Rover Classic. In the yep. front, the front was basically like a radius arm setup. The rear was a four-link. 
but uh, it was it's basically four and a half inch coils on the rear that you would put onto like a like a Grand Cherokee. Yep, it's the same general setup. But uh, this Range Rover was all gutted. It was it was it was a fun rig, dude. Nobody, everybody saw it like, bro, that doesn't make sense, right? <laughs> but it, but anyways, so the only issue that we had, the rear axle was a Dynatrack 60, right? So on the on the passenger side, the axle shaft was this long on the passenger side. That's got to be, because what, I like had... fucking eight inches? What's that? It's got to be, like, what, fucking eight inches? Because people can't see the, um, like hand measurements so that's got to be oh yeah so i would say (laughs) i I would say it was two coors lattes stacked together (laughs) you know what i mean Uh, uh, roughly one voodoo ranger (laughs) yeah but mm -hmm, you know what i'm saying buddy no so, so it was probably i would say in all reality it was probably like 12 to like 14 inch shaft on the passenger side and then on the driver's side, it was like this big old shaft that went all the way across. Because uh, with the LT230, which is the which is the transfer case that the um, the Range Rovers the Range Rovers come with that everybody loves because they're like indestructible. It's a gear driven transfer case. I had a four to one like the low kit and everything, but uh, it was it's offset, so you can't run like a straight drive shaft. It was offset all the way to the passenger side, right? Yeah, and if the, I remember right, they got like. Um... Because my uncle's big into that, and they've got the mm-hmm. majorly offset pinion on both sides. It's on the same side, and it's like yeah. a weird split setup in there for the front and rear. It's like it, two separate gears, if I remember right. That exactly. It. So it's technically it's supposed to be all wheel drive, and then you can do like center diff lock, which is like four wheel, you know, the normal mm-hmm. normal four wheel drive. But uh, but so what it is, I guess it's like clocked weird too. So I don't know how to explain it. Um, but anyways, it was, it was a cool rig, super fun. And, uh, those Patagonias suck at the end. (laughs) (laughs) I went out to Roush with them and I couldn't make it up anything that had any type of dampness on it. I was so, so mad. I had shit front and rear, front and rear, front and rear locked. It it had ARB air lockers front and rear. Um, and I, it would just, if it was wet, it was just spinning tires. And I was like, oh. And wow. I and I was pissed because I was running thirty-seven inch creepy crawlers before, and I and I sold them and I because I put I put the forties on and I went on like a road trip. I drove that Range Rover from New York City all the way to Eastport, Maine, which is like a nine hundred mile drive one way. That's and I did like I did like a, it was I did like this eastern coastal off road trip. I drove down the beach like three hundred miles. It was freaking awesome. Holy and this, shit. Was in, this was in a nineteen ninety piece of junk Range Rover, bro. <laughs> it didn't have heat, didn't have AC, but I had front and rear lockers and a winch. Hey man, can't beat that. I appreciate your style because at this point, once I get my uh fucking track bar done, I'm gonna be moving on to my sheet metal work. So I'm gonna have mm-hmm. a rig that's only got heat, and like yeah. the whole fucking cabin is just gonna be sheet metal. So fucking hey. rock on, dude. I support it. So it, this was this was March of it, this was March 2020. It was right when right before COVID lockdown happened. You know all that mm-hmm. shit. So yeah. it was literally a year ago is when I did that that drive, and it, it wasn't snowing from here all the way up to Boston and so forth. And I was like, oh, it's gonna be it'll be cold, but not that bad, bro. I got into like as soon as I hit Maine, I saw ice on the ground, and I was like. Um, this is gonna suck. <laughs> I, I spent like four and a half days in Maine, and I was like stopping every like two or three hours, hanging out, having a fire to get warmed up. I didn't have defrost on my windshield, so at nighttime I was putting towels on the window 
so it wouldn't wouldn't like freeze up so I could keep driving. It was a it was a good time. <laughs> Jesus. Correct and, me if I'm wrong, but you were a grunt, so would that be uh, embracing the suck, as they say? Embracing the suck, they say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely that, something on my bucket list to do, though. I would love to do, like, a sick camping trip up through, like, Maine, through, like, the Class 4 roads, and then going, like, up the beach, because once you go up there in Maine, isn't it like the beach is, like, a cliffside, like, coastline thing that you could just drive up? Or Exactly. So there's, like, I guess there's two different sections. Once you hit... There's there's a term for it, like Route One or Route Nine or whatever it is. Once you yeah. hit there, you can't get down to the water because, like you said, it's cliffs. But once mm-hmm. you there's an area after that that you just get on and you just drive, and it's like I would say it's not sand, but it's like iron ore looking rocks that are like chunks like this this big, just stacked everywhere. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a rough rough ride, but at the same time, there's tons of people on UTVs out there doing the same thing. So huh. there's, there's it it was really cool. And if you get, like you said, the class four roads in, in Maine and I think Vermont as well, all like the old train tracks, that's off-road trails that you can literally get on and just bomb down. And that's awesome. Was, and I didn't know about this. I, I posted on, on Instagram that I moved up here to New York. And one of my buddies was like, hey, dude, uh, I got this bucket lit trip. Um, I'm from California. You should check it out. And he sent me this link. And it was like a list of all these trails and like, I guess class four roads that were up in, in Maine that you could see everything from like old, like uh mine shafts and whatever else. But yeah. The, isn't there like the B 52 crash site that you can go to and like the abandoned no, train? In, the, the B 52 is up in New Hampshire. It's near like Mount, uh, Mount Washington. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Which, That'd be cool. Which is a 14 mile hike through the woods to the top. So just, if you're going to go plan for it, cause we were going to go, we got there. I looked and I'm like, Hey guys, I'm not hiking 14 miles without a single bottle of water. I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> so we ended up coming. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, I mean, it's funny. Uh, Graham and Luke, not Luke, sorry. I apologize. Colin, was, we were talking at like two in the fucking morning in the group chat. And we're, they were like, yeah, dude, let's get, the sh- let's get the jade trucks going so we can go camp. And then I was like, yeah, that would be kind of cool. And then they both were like, Cody, get a J truck and make it so you can go camping with us. And I'm like, well, I kind of want to. Like a J10 or what? Yeah, like, well, so my buddy Colin, or our buddy Colin, has a J10. Graham has a J20. And Colin is making his into like an off or overlanding uh, vehicle. Uh, Gotcha. So now he's trying to convince Graham and I, I think more Graham than me right now, because he's two steps ahead with actually having the J truck. I don't have a J truck. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But that, that would be sick. Just like getting a group of just old ratty jeeps or toyotas or something and just going for a cruise like that that'd be fucking awesome i'm so doing like your own little gambler but enjoyable like a real yeah, yeah like an enjoyable gambler <laughs> <laughs> well pretty much uh, we're in 20 year old vehicles i don't know how are 30 now well, almost 40 isn't it because so, i'm in the 80s i just got a new vehicle oh. and before i had this new vehicle i haven't had a vehicle that wasn't 20 years or older and I'm about to be like 35. So what's the like new that. rig? <laughs> I got a 2021 Gladiator uh, Rubicon. Solid oh, choice. And uh, it's I just put it on 37s last week. Um, stock suspension, which is kind of cool. Interesting. Just, I've been seeing a lot of people. I've been seeing a lot of dudes do that. They're slapping 37s on these Rubicons. But uh, I got a level. I got a Terraflex. One inch leveling kit I'm gonna slap on, and that's literally all I'm gonna do to it. Don't forget so, to throw some bump stops at that cocksucker. 
Yeah, I got the I got the one inch extension or one inch bump shocks for the front and the rear. It it's it's got like the one and a half inch because I guess the rear has more articulation. So, so the, oh sorry, yeah, you get it. Feel free. What what brand tires did you put on? Cooper STT Bros. Okay, that's a fair that's a fair grab. Do you feel that like right now sitting here? I always ask this. I don't know why, but it's kind of like my thing now to ask people. What tires they're running and what's their favorite tire to run and what their worst tire. And I'm guessing Patagonia because you already said you hate them so much. But if you had to choose a favorite, what would they what would it be? So if I had to choose my favorite tire, I <laughs> this dude's over here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at the dude with the cord. Uh, <laughs> I, I, li- I have like three screens going on right here right and i yeah. just so happen to look at my discord screen and all i see is his face blowing up because he made a noise <laughs> but, so so the cords because my mic hits my beard and everyone complains it like scratches or something yeah yeah, yeah it makes yeah. its rustling so, noise so i no, close pin it to my glasses to keep the mic away <laughs> so we're a high budget production. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm saying, dude. I'm over here just I'm here drinking beer, having a good time. That's about the story of my life. But my favorite tires, I've had four sets of Max's Bighorns. Y'all remember those tires? No. No. I so do. It was, it was after the it was after the Max's Buckshot, and it was before the razors and before like creepy crawlers were real mainstream. But I've had, like I said, I've had four sets. I think three or four sets. But anyways, I had them on. I had them on that, my black Cherokee. That was the first vehicle that I put tons on, and um, I've had it on the purple Cherokee. <laughs> and uh, then I had another set on a F two fifty that I daily drove. And I think I guess I just had three sets. But I love them to death. I got like forty thousand miles on it, and I never had any issues in the Georgia clay because I was I lived in Georgia for a few years, but. If I if I had to have a choice, the old school creepy crawlers for wheeling, not the new not not the new style. What are the new ones? Uh, the razors. Not the razors. It's the creepy crawlers, but uh, trepidors. Okay, yep. Uh, you yep. know what? I'm gonna have to say I'm sorry, but I have watched creepy crawlers have fucking balls dragged over their face by radial traps. Really? Yeah, the radial that, traps are. I really like my Nittos, but I I say this all the time. They're a side grade to me from the uh, radial traps. Really? Yeah, because... And you said that with a sidewall, you said? Yeah, Graham's had sidewall issues. I didn't have sidewall issues when I ran them on my ZJ mm-hmm. buggy. But... I've only... Yeah. So, to be fair, I had the things for like a year and a half without having a single tire have any problems. Yeah. I didn't even de-bead the thing. And... <laughs> Then all of a sudden, I just popped one. I started debeating others, and then another oh, one really? just. I bought a brand new one to replace, or I bought two new ones for the front to replace, uh, you know, some of the worn out ones. And immediately, I popped one of those. Oh, that was uh, so bad because you're like, you texted us, and you're like, "Yeah, I just got the tires on. I'm so pumped for Badlands." And then, bada bang yep. at Badlands. And I popped it right there. <laughs> I bought a new one for Roush. Didn't pop those ones for it. Oh, no, I did, but it was a back one, I think. <laughs> what did I pop? I don't remember. I popped another one, I thought. So, no, maybe I just debeated it, and they just put it back on. Are you running them on 15s or 17s? or? Yeah, 17s. 17s. 
But so, the my issue is the rims on mine. It's just it's a super duty steely that's been through the ringer. And there's nothing protecting the lip, so it's all bent in and sharp and what, probably not helping. Like a, was it like a seven and a half inch wide or how? They're eight fives. Yeah, oh, eight. that should that shouldn't have been any issues then. No. No, Graham's just the expert at putting his tires into notches and then pinning. <laughs> where, where like the, the front lip of the tire just literally bad peels spots. off. It like literally peels off the, the, the beads. Yeah, like <laughs> half the time he's making an obstacle because the sidewall of the tire is what's propelling him up the obstacle. <laughs> and uh, I, I can't you. fault it because it works. But mm -hmm. every once in a or like at least three times a season, it's either the sidewall or the hub gives out because of how bad of a spot he put his tire into. Oh, I got you. And there's it, been if one. If it fits a trap, the trap goes. You know, sometimes yeah. you have to pick stupid lines to make it look easy, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes, it, most of the time, it works out. Yeah, I, I, I follow. I follow suit <laughs> with that sometimes too. Where it's just like I'm looking at it and I'm like, "That's a dumb line," but if it works, it'll work. And I'm like, it'll "I'm gonna work. go for it." And then I almost flip half the time, but it's okay. We keep doing it. <laughs> so speaking of tires, I think I've only bought one set of new tires in my entire life. See, and... I was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. My bad. Oh, go ahead. And it was I... a, it was a set of those big horns, and that was when I when I first did the ton swap on that black XJ. I got the 35, 1250, 15s, and I, I I'm kicking my I kicked myself in the ass for months and months for I got these super deep dish. 15s so it would clear the brakes for the the, the one ton right the, yep. the brake the brakes whoa, on it whoa whoa are you talking about the rig that you were getting flamed on pirate for because that's like a budget one ton setup that was a 44 and a 60 right yeah it was it was a 44 with the uh in the front was it was the the hd 44 right <laughs> so we it know came, about them <laughs> so it came out of like an older f250 or some shit like that Yep. yep. Our buddy runs one and he just fucking grenades it. It's like almost fucking just pick the weekend and he'll yep. blow an axle shaft. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I ran 35s on it and it was and I never I didn't have any issues with it. And I, I back then I was kind of like an idiot. I would like full throttle everything, you know. I'd be like, fuck it, we're gonna send it, you know. But uh <laughs> I went through three hubs in the first like six months of having that thing. And I was getting constant death wobble with that axle because it, if it blow a hub out, it would literally with the, the rock Ram, like budget fucking, it was, the, it was no, not the rock Ram. Um, redneck Ram. Mm -hmm. was that, that, yep, yeah, it was redneck like, Ram. Yeah, it was a redneck Ram hydro assist. So we put that on and it just covered it up until the hub completely snapped, sheared off. That's literally mm. Because it, because like before I would get death wall when I was, oh my hubs out already you know it was the bear the bearings would always go out and the what's what's the spindle where the yep. bearings go yeah. into they would always crack and then my uh, the only reason why I was able to keep getting them my buddy was like oh I got like four or five of them new new in the box and I got one remanufactured once we went through all of them I couldn't find any more and they were like stupid expensive Ugh. but but I paid a I paid a back then I paid a dude three thousand dollars to do the the one ton swap right and it, it and he like put the 60 it came out of like an e350 yep. or e3500 or something yep e that, that was the rear axle and then the front axle it was out of like a i want 
It might they're F two fifties, like a nineties model F two fifty. No, those the early ones, if I remember right, because the later ones were the twin traction beam. So like, the if I it beam was, thing? yeah, it was yeah. that fucking I beam thing. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, what was it? It was seventy six to seventy nine and a half ran them. I think it was a yeah. That, that seventy nine sounds right because I was I was hoping I was going to get one of those snow fighter axles that everyone wanted. You know, the the king the true kingpins. Oh yeah, I but, know about them. Mm-hmm. I went up to uh, sorry to interrupt, oh, go ahead. but I went up to New Hampshire and we were, or I bought a seven three way back in the day, and I fucking love that mm-hmm. truck. But the dude had a JK and he had fucking literally six snow fighter axles sitting on a rack, so Just he could have stacked up, stacked up, and he was like. This is my fun money fund. I want to buy a new gun. I want to buy stickies. It's right there. Uh, <laughs> were, they, were they built ready to go or were they just factory? Factory. He would buy the older trucks and swap in Super Duty stuff and then flip them. Uh, hey, that's using that's a big brain play right there. Mm. I like it. But yeah. I I missed that Jeep. That was one of the better Jeeps that I like. I just enjoyed it. And it was cheap. I think I had maybe five, five or six grand total into the thing. I ended up selling it, or no, I traded it for a TJ. Oof. And uh, but I mean, Oof. back then I was, you know, I was young and dumb. This was, this was what two thousand. This is probably right around 13, whenever me 15. and Luke met each other. I think it was like you had that thing and you started building it because I remember the thread on that. So I think you sold it in like fifteen. Yeah, I, I sold it be- before I moved to to Texas. I know that much. So it was right around 14 or 15. But I, 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 tr- I want to say I traded it for a TJ, and the dude gave me like four 4,000 cash on top of it. But at the time, I was like, oh, I want to build a TJ so bad. You know how it goes. It's <laughs> yeah. so expensive, man. It is, it's yeah. crazy, the difference. I've hit like- the point, though, where it's like I don't even – the only reason I'd be interested in a TJ is so I could have a tub with a VIN. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because everything else doesn't fucking matter at that point. It's like, just right. fucking hack and slash it all away. Exactly. <laughs> and at that point, why are you even bothering with a TJ? You could do a CJ tub. And it'd um, be cooler. Availability cheaper. and rusted out frames are very common. See, uh, the YJ... Hub, I wouldn't mind. I just don't like the front grill. It's got to have the round headlights. I think they look well, so stupid. Well, that's what uh, Jamie has. He's got a YJ tub with a CJ grill on it, if I remember right. And he's got a CJ dash swapped into it. That thing's fucking so, sick. Speaking of the YJ front ends, have you y'all seen that Quadratech giveaway? They're doing like the JT YJ thing. Nah, I no. honestly don't pay attention to half that shit anymore because I moved into like such a niche where yeah, like. You know, everyone here except for Kish and Cody, well, not everyone here, but like, you know, it's everything that we're doing. I'm helping people build shit. It, mm-hmm. It's not like I'm looking at the catalogs anymore and it's like, eh, I want this set of springs. Okay, I'll yeah. order them. Yeah. Um, it's really, they're doing like the 30, 30th anniversary for the YJ or whatever, but they have like a Golden Eagle YJ. Like but or a JT, the new new two door JT, you know? Yeah. But they, they put the front end 
and like the interior of like an old YJ in, into like this new new Jeep. I, I, it just looked really cool. Not something I would ever spend money on, but it just looked cool to do it as a giveaway. I do that's have kinda, to say, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, that was, that's pretty smart marketing, though. You can kind of get to the new crowd with the newer vehicle with the old crowd who likes that old style and come up with something that you know will at least still run good. Where if they do a YJ, you got to worry about somebody, oh, I'm going to drive 1,500 miles with them. And they're like, oh, Quadratech's a piece of shit for giving me a junk vehicle. Well, with oh, the I GT. don't think they give them a junk vehicle. I don't think no, but like works. it's still, it's still an older, <laughs> uh, YJ is still an older vehicle. So by using the platform of a newer vehicle, it just kind of covers their yeah. own ass. That's smart. It, it looks really good. If y'all are on your computer, just go to Google or whatever and type it in. Be like Quadratech YJ or something, or YJ anniversary. Quadratech. Y 30th anniversary. Yeah, 30th and YJL is what they called it. Now I'm looking. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. It looks really good. Okay, that looks cool. I I I, I, bleh, I have seen pictures cup. of this. I, I have a pop <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh shit! It looks cool, yeah, right? Well done. <laughs> I'll just take everyone's word. So to clarify, it's a JL, not a JT. Um, That's what I meant. Sorry, JL. No, no, it's okay. Just for our listeners to know, it's a JL that they used i think it's just the grill but it's they, not the yeah. grill because I mean, it's, it's slant it's, custom. It's, that's it's not like even slanted a... back and everything instead of being flat it's slanted back to go with the jl lines and Dude, cody the tires so that good. are on there were those stickies that i was talking about yes. at the shop yeah those things not those I... I don't think those are stickies but that's what i was yeah. talking about those tires yeah, yeah. that's cool but I love the paint job and the uh, the pinstripe that goes down it. You know what yes. I mean? I want to see the interior. Where is it? No, I I actually had seen this. I just didn't put two and two together. I don't remember what huh. I thought. I uh, the only reason why I know this because I was taking a dump earlier and I was looking at my uh, quad. Oh! <laughs> Dude, those seats are saucy. All right, I would spend money on that. I lied earlier. I would spend money on that. That's sick. That is fucking cool. They did a really good job. What's with that. a giveaway? Go. I already think... entered one, okay? I, I'm all set for now. I gotta see if I win that one or not. All I'm gonna no, you say... Can always just dip your hands in multiple buckets and... Oh, so speaking of which for giveaways, if you guys have ever entered for one of the Diesel Brother ones, follow them on YouTube because their YouTube, they do 24-hour deals before the end of their giveaway. And, like, I got, like, double entry with 20% off, but I bought, like, one shirt and got, like, 14 entries, which is normally only, like, six. So it's pretty Heck cool. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. dude. A free shout out to them, I guess, for the few people that listen. <laughs> um, but so, so how? What's the like? Do you notice a major difference that either benefit you or make it worse from going from like a generic uh, suspension setup to this uh, to? Oh fuck! Never mind. I thought you were in a uh, disco. Never mind. I'm stupid. Well, I still have a disc. I just sold oh. my disco. Oh, so you have? Okay, so okay, hold on, hold on. The disco. Hold on. Let, let's let's go back. Let's go back. Yeah, yeah. All right, ahead. Luke already said it. I have a whole bunch of stupid builds. All right. Yeah. So here's the here's here's the thing. When I moved to New York, I realized how cheap Land Rover and like Toyota shit is here compared to Texas. In Texas, you can't get a disco for under eight grand. Here I got one for thirteen hundred bucks. You know what I mean? Like here a disco is like a Cherokee in Texas. And but and like the same thing, I got, I had an FJ sixty that I built, not really built, I just made it look better and flipped it last summer right 
long story short, in the three years I've been here, I've had I've gotten all the vehicles that I've wanted to have the last fifteen years. <laughs> wow! <laughs> all right, so I've had the first thing I got when I when I moved here. I okay, let me backtrack this. <laughs> the purple Jeep. I sold it finally here in New York City, but here's the thing: in the purple Jeep. It was not the 2.5 liter four cylinder or nothing like that. That whenever I finally sold it, but I drove it from Texas to New York City, and I told myself when I'm moving here, whatever I can fit in the Jeep and on top of the Jeep and on like this rack carrier thing in the back, that's what I'm moving with. My Jeep oh. drove like this from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I drove like a U-Haul trailer. Why didn't you just grab one of those? I wanted to. I, I just wanted to do it. I took okay, like 30 days off. I took like 30 days off of vacation, some time off. And I was like, you know what? My father, um, he was diagnosed with bone cancer and he, oh, always wanted, he always wanted to go to New York City. And we did like a, a father-son trip. We, we took us like nine days to drive from Texas to New York City. But we stopped. At, at, he had like a checklist of national parks and sites he wanted to see. We went and stopped at every single one on the way here, right? That's fucking so awesome. That's it was, awesome. That was like the best... That's like the most like I, I joined the army when I was seventeen years old. You know what I mean? And I'm about to yeah. be like thirty five. But long story short, um, I spent more time on that drive from Texas to New York City when I moved here with my father than I have the last like two decades, basically. You know, it was awesome. Wow. But uh, the craziest thing that Cherokee, it it had when I finally sold it, it had three hundred and eighty something thousand miles on it, right? <laughs> Holy but, shit. We drove like this, like California squat or what Carolina squatting it the whole way. I have a picture somewhere on my Instagram. I'll, I'll find it and show y'all later. Uh, but anyways, when I got here, I, I ran that I ran that Cherokee for like two or three weeks. And then I was like, man, this thing fucking sucks in New York City traffic. Oh, I can imagine. Because I was living in New York City and, and I was it was it was it was brutal. Long story short, I was coming home from work one day, and I had a. I lived out in Long Island in Babylon, which was like sixty miles away from the city, and I was driving into the city every day, right? Because I couldn't afford. Well, I could afford, but I just couldn't justify living in the city. If that makes sense. Yeah, dude, like I totally get that because I've always been a proponent of live below your means. Mm-hmm. And you can live well below your means. You can't live well above your means. Exactly. So I have a three bedroom apartment, but I'm 60 miles away. I was, well, at the time, I was 60 miles away from work. Now I walk down the stairs and walk across the street to my office. <laughs> I, I, uh, I got lucky and they, uh, they gave me some extra money. You, you know what you I mean? Yep. But, but, anyways, that's beside the point. Um, when I was driving 60 miles one way back and forth to work, and I was, I was spending more time driving than I was working, literally. Can't make oh, I believe it. Shit. And uh, I was coming home from work, and I saw I stopped at Taco Bell because I was hungry, or so, I don't know. And on the something in the corner of my eye, I saw this dis disco. It said thirteen. It's I think it said fifteen hundred dollars. It needs work, right? And they told me they told me it needed a transmission. Is what what the guy told me. Well, what it was, they're they're all wheel drive, and the front drive shafts are prone to going out. I didn't know that. I didn't know anything about discos when I got it, right? All I know, all I knew is that I've always wanted to make a safari disco. It would yep. be cool to have one. That's all I knew. 
Well, anyways, I got to crawling around and I did my basic like look looking that I that I always do on anything I'm gonna buy. And I noticed the drive shaft was on like where it comes down to the yoke. It was kind of like off center. I can't even how do I point this to, to see. It was like off centered, right? And I could see metal bare metal. And I was like, I grabbed it and I just touched it. The U joints were completely shot. Oh they, my god. So they told somebody that it needed a transmission because it was like clunk, 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 clunk. It was making the noises. They told him it needed a transmission. Well, I called the number. The dude shows up in a brand new Range Rover Velar. And was like, they said it needed a transmission. We we, we didn't want to spend it. So you want it? You want it? You have it. I got on I got on Amazon. I had a drive shaft overnighted for $190. Front drive shaft. Put the front <laughs> drive shaft on and drove it home. And I, I had a I had a disco that had heated seats, all sorts of sunroofs, AC, and all this fancy buttons for $1,300. Holy shit. <laughs> well, that's uh... Sorry. That's like my uh, Cherokee. I was there mm -hmm. and it was like kind of a base model, this, that, the other thing. And he's like, yeah, it needs a transmission. And like I saw the CPS was unplugged and I've said this on multiple other podcasts. But the little old guy's like, because it wouldn't start because the CPS was bad. He's like, you know, what are you going to give me for it? And I'm like, I'll give you 300 bucks. I gave him the 300 bucks and... <laughs> I had the transmission sitting over at Kish's house. Mm -hmm. Was well, it AW4 or the AX15? AW4. It's now got an AX15 because I decided that I wanted to uh, get that man pedal. Mm. And, so uh, we both swindled old people into giving us Cherokees for cheap money is what you're saying. I mean... I got mine from a little old lady who said Jesus brought me to her for five hundred bucks with one hundred and fifteen thousand, and for and the thing was fucking mint. So me and Luke are just dickheads, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, yours had one hundred and fifteen. Mine had like three hundred thousand. So I don't oh, feel so, bad about that. Yeah, so I'm the asshole. I got it. She was like, "Yeah, Luke's cooling, but I don't know where I'm from." And I'm like, "Oh, that sucks. I'll let it run. See you." <laughs> so speaking of Cherokees, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's my all-time favorite platform. Same. <laughs> I I have I've had six Cherokees since I was in high school, and three of them I had to just straight flip, mm -hmm. and um and because I get them get them dirt cheap, put a new CPS in it, change all the fluids, make it look pretty, and then you you flip it to some guy that for like you know you spend like twelve hundred bucks, you flip it for like for grand, get out of here. Yeah. But it is literally my all time favorite platform, and everything is so cheap and it just works. All right. Yeah. So they're cheap is... until, a, yeah. And I think Sorry. Luke's about to get into this. They're cheap to a certain point. I realized this like the first year of owning my rig. I was like, oh, that's not bad. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, that's not bad. After the fucking three link went in, it, I can I can have a buggy and I'm spending the same amount. It feels like it's all the same <laughs> shit at this point. But like, yeah, if you start off with the TJ, it's mm -hmm. way more money than starting off with like an XJ. So I feel oh, like yeah. All right, this is for entirely satirical purposes. I do not do hard drugs. I do not condone the use of hard drugs, but... Oh, yeah, let's go. We're going to fucking break out that there sawzall on a fucking meth binge, and anything is the absolute limit with the Cherokee platform. You can cut that whole cocksucker in half and still have it work. I mean, you're not wrong. Seriously, so I... satirical work don't fire me <laughs> I, I, have, I picked up a cherokee and i wanted i wanted to chop it up i wanted to and I, as i was crawling around underneath it i just realized how 
meant it was. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, this is not the one to chop. And I was crawling around. And I was like, dude, this thing is nice. Why should I cut this up? And then I ended up selling it. It was a it was a red one, a Briarwood edition. Y'all remember those? It had the wood down the side. Oh my yeah. god, one of those? It was like a ninety. It was like a ninety-one to like ninety-three year model when they had it, or whatever it was. I picked it up dirt cheap, and I told myself, "I was like, oh, this is the one I'm gonna build into a buggy because that, that's like my dream fucking rig. It's a buggy freaking Cherokee with like coilovers or something. I don't know, something dumb." But anyways, <laughs> I, as I was craw- as I was crawling around it, I was like, "Dude, this thing's too nice, too nice." I posted some pictures when Craigslist was still the king, you know. Yeah, I post I posted pictures on there. A dude in instantly, like within like thirty minutes, messaged me. He was like, "How are the floorboards? Are they good?" And I was like, "Oh, they're good, bro. This is the one." <laughs> and I and he yeah, I sent him some pictures. I and like it, you know, on like th- back then when it, it had like the the center console above where you push it, the sun yeah. come down. It had it had that that thing up there, and he's like, "Does it does it stay in place when you push the button?" And I was like, oh, yeah, it stays in place, bro. Here, I made a video, and I was like, pushed it. I had like an LG phone because they were still like the thing. But anyways, so I sent him that, that video, and uh, he said, my father had this this exact Jeep, and I wanted it. Not, 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 that, not that Jeep, but that style yeah, Jeep. I will yeah. give you $5,000 for it. And I was like, so come get it. The dude, dro- <laughs> the dude drove like 400 miles, put it on a trailer, and took it back. And I, I was like, oh, man, I just made $4,000 off a $1,000 purchase. Yes. but but looking back i'm like man that would have been the cherokee to build into like an overland you know i i almost did that with mine i i had it on i bought it for 500 bucks put a little bit of money into it three and a half inch left 31s thing Mm -hmm. was i mean i shit you not this was the cleanest fucking xj i i've bet many people the only person it has been one person when i say i will give you 20 dollars if you can find any flaking rust yeah there's obviously surface rust but yeah, like yeah. flaking rust that you could break off luke is the only one i've had all of my friends with cherokees every single one of them we've had like anybody that i go wheeling with but like that's just like i'm just saying it's stupid clean what'd you do climb uh, under the get under the gas tank and like pick at it until it came out no that's i exactly climbed what... under there and i stuck my hand into the fill port through the unibody yeah. rail and i was <laughs> able to pull a flake of rust out of there and he's like you are a fucking asshole (laughs) (laughs) i had it up on facebook there's a time where it was before my girlfriend got her jeep Mm -hmm. i had it up on facebook for five grand and i had tons of people hitting me up they're like yeah i'll take it like i think the most technically was like 4500 that somebody was offering me i was like three days out from just buy like selling it to him then buying a buggy but for some fucking reason i don't know who talked me out of it but I kept it, and I probably should have sold it. I could have bought a way worse piece of shit and done exactly what I did. But hey, I mean, it when it came it is, into bro. my shop, it was sitting on the thirty. It had the thirty sixes, but you were selling notes. Yeah. Hey, one one second. I'm I'm listening. I gotta I gotta run to the kitchen and get some more beer for this. All right. Yeah, no All worries. right. No problem. <laughs> but um, I I don't know. There's times where I definitely wish that I just sold it and took the money and ran, but. I'm happy that I did what I did with it because like, yeah, what but am I going to do? Yours. I'm going to buy another. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, what am I going to do? Buy another Cherokee. That's either a already beat to shit for 4,500 bucks <laughs> and do the exact same thing. I'm going to do to mine or chase problems that they never did de- like de- dealt with. Or I'm going to go find an unmolested stock Cherokee to do the exact 
same thing to it of what's going on with this. So I'm kind of happy I didn't sell it, but it was like I was an easy forty five hundred dollars. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I mean, I particularly enjoy yours and Kish's builds, though, because it's kind of nice to be able to sit there and be like, yep. You want us to do this or that? Yeah, you know, (laughs) this is the thing. But the more that I'm working on my Jeep, the more sentimental I'm becoming with it. Oof. Eh, It's not so much an oof. How many retards do you know that have, like, gone that far with the Cherokee? Quite a few. And how many of them are just like, yep, I'm just going to sell this? None. Exactly. I mean, I understand it for the point of like, <laughs> unless you are starting to do reds that physically a full-size rig, meaning like a full-body rig, just isn't making it down, so you need a buggy, I understand it. But, but like, you know, I, I see Luke making a buggy and keeping Cherokee. Yeah, yeah well, so, that's, that's understandable. I can get behind that. That's cool. So, like, my Jeep is going to be the rig that will run an easy red and will run a hard black, but I can still drive to go and get ice cream for as long as I own it. No matter how far I go with it, that is the criteria for it. Even if it ends up, like, you know, almost at the hack bar stage, because hack bar has just about a buggy, but he doesn't have a buggy either at the same time. Uh, I think that's like the maximum stage, but when I hit that point, it's still got to be able to go down the road and get ice cream or go to work when I want to drive it to work. You know what I mean? There's no point in me owning it if I can't drive that to where I want to go when I want to go there. That's the reason I've stuck with the Cherokee, because otherwise I would just go all out, and even if I wanted a Cherokee buggy, I would build the tube frame, and then I would put the Cherokee body paneling onto it. I've seen a few builds like that, and they're just, they're nasty. Uh, I don't know if you've followed along with what I've been doing, but have you seen the latest on it? Um, I think the last I saw was, it was just sitting in your garage on jack stands. All right, it's still sitting in the garage on jack stands. It's changed a little. But um, at this point in time, it's now got a pair of Profender uh, 14-inch coilovers in the rear, home-built, double-triangulated. I I saw that, I think. Yeah, um, I ordered a Moto-built fuel cell this week for it. Mm -hmm. And uh, SFR motor mounts are, like, supposedly on their way but i haven't seen them in like a month but Those, whatever the sfr guy's out of florida right uh i think he's out of cali oh okay i have like sfr automotive or something like yeah that? no sfr i know the guy that you're talking about that's nick leblanc he's a fucking insane motherfucker but not him okay um, yeah that's stinky I'm following him. it's uh stinky fab racing yeah okay okay i don't know them but yeah I got okay. their motor mounts on the way, supposedly, with the brackets. What? I have a lot of their parts sitting behind me. <laughs> nice. A lot of front end parts just waiting. Mm-hmm. I got. I just picked up the bra- uh, the brace as well, the whole cross brace that like mounts to like your sway bar areas, Luke. Yeah. So picked up that and just gotta That's get gonna and... save you so much fucking time and effort. Yeah, I just gotta make my bump stops set it up so that like my bump stops don't not my bump stops. Bleh. My trust doesn't come up and tap that, which technically that should save it from smashing into my oil pan. So that's kind of cool. 
Yeah, so, I mean, I'm able to fit the RTAC and keep my oil pan, so you should be okay. All right, so was... speaking of oil pans, I got a funny story. Oh, God. I had a... I had a... <laughs> I had a Grand Cherokee, right? I've, I've had I've had a whole bunch of stupid shit, but I had a what Grand Cherokee. Year? It was a '95. Right? Okay, okay, I could get behind a nice DJ. Right. I'll yeah, it was a okay. ZJ, mm -hmm. but I had 60 front, 60 rear on 39 inch tires, right? Cool, but what motor it was on 4.0. Oh, no. no! Listen, 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 no. listen, listen. I don't no. know. I, I gotta go. stop you right there. That's kind of like fucking. Uh, you know, that's that that falls under the category of a fat chick with big tits. Exactly. <laughs> but here's I had I had an MP205 with an underdrive to a Dana 300, right? So it was Was it a ultra... 231 to a That doesn't sound no, right. No, it must have been no, a No, there was no Listen. Did you ever you didn't see this Cherokee, did you? No, it but was like a pass... 205 it was a fucking a passenger iron drive. giant. I, I know what you're talking about, but there yeah. ain't no way that you're going to fucking... I'm thinking that you're talking about a 203, because the 205 is that big motherfucking gear drive case. So, I picked it up with the with the axles, with the 205, the doubler to the Dana 300 from this, du this dude that was... He was from, like, K2, Katimsi Rocks, you ever heard of that? In Texas? No. Yeah, I know uh, what you're talking about, Catency or whatever so, it is. That yeah, place Katems, is Katemsi fucking Rocks. insane. He, he lived across the street from it. He was building this for his son. His son wheeled it one time and said, I want to take my top off. That's literally what he said. Oh, shit of sauce on it. What a pussy. Uh, but <laughs> I'll, I'll send some pictures of it. But I wish... Oh, I know. I'll go back. Sorry. It had an Arctic Trust in the front. The first time I took it out, right... We went to this place called Hidden Falls Off-Road Park in Texas. Um, it's been all over the, on all those JK adventures, JK experience, whatever the fuck it's called. Yep. It was yep. one of their parks. We wheeled for about a day. I took it easy. I got nighttime. I was having a little bit of drink, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, okay, <laughs> we're going to take it up Loose Rock. No problem. I went up, I went up, but you had to bump it over this like stairs, like step ups, right? Yep. As soon as I bumped it, the axle slammed to the oil pan, freaking rod knocking, and oil just pissed out everywhere. There was no bump stops on this thing whatsoever. And I just, I picked it up and I was like, all right, we're going to wheel it. Let's go. And we just took it out. But uh, that, anyways, ended up doing it. We put bump stops on it and it was on factory suspension. But you can think about the coil buckets for like four inches above on the axle on stock suspension on 60s. Um, let me see if I can find pictures. Well, I'll show it. I'll send it to y'all later. Mm -hmm. But uh, that thing, I was so butthurt because I didn't even get to wheel all weekend. I wheeled like a day and a, a day. I got there <laughs> like a Friday. <laughs> but you know, it's part of it. Yeah, I had a '96 ZJ with a uh, five two, and it didn't last. I ended up sell. I traded that for my first ever Cherokee, and then from there, I've owned seven now. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I kind of have... Oh, I wish I built the ZJ. The ZJ yeah. would have been a really sick platform to go off of, but who knows? Life has totally gone a different direction. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's part of it sometimes. So out of all the off-road places that you've gone, what's your favorite? The favorite... I like camping at Roush. 
Okay. It's, just, it's they have the easiest camping out of any place I've been to. Yep. You literally pull in and it you camp. Easiest? You literally pull. You get there. You pull in. Go right, and you're camping. Yeah. Uh, okay. All these all these other parks, you have to go in. You got to pay them or whatever, or see if they have slots. Oh, we only take 200 people for the weekend. You got to reserve and. But like, if I was to go to Roush by myself, I could go camp on the weekend. And just pay them thirty dollars for staying the night there. You know what I mean? So or whatever the nightly fee. I've got to ask: Does this mean that uh, you're going to show up for the hooligan bash in uh, Windrock? When? Or, uh, when is it? We haven't determined the date yet, but we're going to be having a decent party at Windrock because it looks like I'm going to be moving an hour away. Well, I thought Win- Windrock was next year. Yeah, Windrock is Roush this year. Yeah, we're doing Roush this year. Windrock's gonna be next year, probably sometime like uh, late summer. We yep. might do that in place of Roush. That'd be sick. I'd be down for That'd that. Be... So I went to Ra- if I go, I- all I have now is my JT. That's all I got. I uh, sold dude, everything. I swear to God, but... we went out and we ran the blacks and the reds. And yep. like right next to us, we had dudes on thirty fives. With oh yeah, it, it that's the best part about Roush, right, Kish? Oh yeah, I, I've <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here, check that out, Luke. I don't know if you ever saw that Cherokee. Uh, this, this is that Grand Cherokee. I saw the Grand Cherokee. It was like Monster Line, fucking uh, tan. <laughs> yeah, basically. That would be really sick to get a Roush event with all of the like all of the different people, like the guests that we've had on the podcast. That would be so much fun. And we could do like a live stream on Instagram or something with all the idiots. That'd be sick. Yeah, it would. <laughs> that would be that'd be an awesome night for sure. Um or weekend technically, but I'll say if we did a live stream. But um That would be absolutely amazing. I think I mean I hope we can we can try for it. We're still a few months out, so I'm sure we could definitely set it up so everybody has a chance to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, I definitely um, won't go. You're not going to Roush? No, it's on Labor Day weekend, right? Yeah. 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 They do the Labor Day anniversary. Um, oh, what do they do? They do like some event? No, no we are. We, <laughs> we do an event uh yeah. at around Labor Day. We have it's called the Web Wheelers Ball. And mm-hmm. um, it started because a friend of ours, Chris Ball, it's right around his birthday. So the tradition got started and it mm. was all the big Cherokees and all the big rigs from New England would go there. So we started it up as a meme to try and get him to come out wheeling with us. Speaking yeah. of which, we need to kidnap him and have him on a podcast. That'd be sick. I'd be down for that. <laughs> but uh, What's yeah. he got? He's got, um, do you remember I hate it when I take the doors off of my XJ and the unibody folds in half? Yes, I remember that. Yeah. You remember that silver Jeep that was always getting memed? Like, uh, I hate they, it when... The crazy stinger? Yeah, I can't remember. It's had so many iterations, but it was oh, like, okay. I hate it when I hit 88 miles an hour and the doors fall off or something like that. Um, okay. He's got one tons, uh, forty inch red labels, and the dude just beats the balls off of this thing. I think I, I vaguely remember it. Yeah, I mean, awesome dude, like salted the earth person. 
Yeah. But we were trying to get him to come out wheeling, so we called it the Web Wheelers Ball 2.2 because it was his yeah. birthday celebration, and now it's <laughs> going to just be the Web Wheelers Ball. And we're going to yeah. keep doing that every year. Um, we're hoping Roush. to... We're hoping to transition. We're gonna, I think keeping it the Web Wheelers Ball is would be the perfect name, even if we transition it to like the podcast event. You know what I'm saying? Because then, granted, like we it could um, exactly we could have all the dudes that we've chatted with on the podcast come out. Granted, if we keep if we keep saying the date, we're gonna if we get any bigger, we're gonna have <laughs> others show up, and it might get even more rowdy. Then we'd have to set up a real event with Roush would be. That'd be fucking really cool to start, like, if we ever got that big. But um, I think it would be really rad to set it up with everybody to go out. Hey, man, we hit 1,500 downloads the other week. So, oh, that's awesome. I mean, I guess for doing this for as long as we've been doing, I guess it's starting to grow a little bit. But Wait, so 1,500 downloads from all platforms or just from one specific? Yeah, from all. Nice. That's that's sick, though. I didn't know if it only counted one or no. Yeah, it, it'd be cooler if it was one. So <laughs> to go into a little bit of the nerd shit behind it, but uh, the way it works is the Podbean host it, and it sends yep. out an RSS feed. So every time that the feed gets hit, it registers one download Fucking or cool. one listen. That's cool. Because that's really cool. like. <laughs> The amount of data that we throw up to do these things is asinine. It's like 500 megabits an episode. So think about Spotify, Apple, and all them trying to host it. That's why we do the RSS. Or they do the RSS. Sorry to go into the nerd. (laughs) Hell yeah. I don't understand a word of what you just said. Okay. (laughs) Numbers, Richie, numbers. (laughs) So I know y'all asked me what my favorite tire is. What are y'all's? Let's hear it. So personally, mine is a General Grabber X3. That's their mud terrain, right? Yep, that is their mud terrain. The only problem is they don't sell a sticky and they don't sell a 40. I've been honing them on Instagram. They responded. They said that they are not in the plans to make one right now, but they said that they don't know. But yeah, as a 35, I fucking love these tires. I will rant for fucking days about them. Richie has a set that was on Graham's Jeep for two years, I believe. And then it was on Luke's Jeep. They were on Luke's Jeep for, I think, a year and a half. Right, Richie? Uh, I think closer to a year. And I think Graham was a little closer to a year and a half. Regardless, they probably have, I'd say, almost 30,000 miles probably on them. I'd say that that's a pretty fair estimate, thirty thirty five thousand. And they're probably still I'd at put 50%. eight thousand on them. Okay, so yeah, I'd say thirty because probably ten from Graham, ten from Luke, and probably ten from you now. I'd say I'm about fifteen. Holy shit! And these things are still fucking great. They work good in the snow. They're not super loud. They're kind of <laughs> loud in, on the highway, but see, mine mine were never loud. Oh, mine are definitely loud. All right. Mine are... So, but, uh, uh, oh, sorry. Well, what? Oh, I, what? I was gonna say uh, they're they're definitely less than fifty percent tread, Cody, on my Jeep. And so that's why they're my favorite tire. They have really good on-road manners. They really still good work. Manners. Yeah. Um. And speaking of tires, they're the reasons why I will continue to buy new tires from here on out, unless they're stickies, because it it 
the difference going from a fucking 13 year old i rock that is literally a rock it, i swear the things i, I wheeled <laughs> them at three psi they still did not fold over like hey, just, i had i had i rocks on a cj5 with with bart racing beadlocks zero psi registering on the tire gauge and the tires were still full I'm like, hello. <laughs> Dude. Um, so like that that's the reason why I will continue from here on out to buy new tires because like I could just walk up to my grabber, put my hand on the tread, and just twist it. Almost like just fucking I could probably almost rip the tread off. It's that soft. It's awesome. But I know Luke has a few options that he enjoys. So personally for me it's going to be a cross between either one of the two nettos that are out there either a 40 inch uh radial trap or an razor what's the, the other, case back the other Did option is i've got case said, backs on my jeep which are the nettos uh it's just a heavier sidewall that's what a lot of those ultra 40s were, were running there for a while right yeah, yep. I'm running those on my Jeep, and I love them because they're very strong. Like, I mm -hmm. dropped... You can ask Kish. Uh, or, I'm sorry, not Kish. Wow, I'm sorry. I got you confused with Tina for a second. Mm -hmm. uh, or our buddy, whose nickname is Tina, because it's a long story, but he's a hippie. Because my wife was drunk, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> um... But, yeah, basically, I dropped the whole Jeep on them. I bent two tie rod ends, and I tore my track bar mount, and the tire is still okay. The rim is bent to the point where you can watch it wobble. When you're... Like, it's fucked. I have to change it before I go driving it down the road. Um, and I like those. I, I can't comment that much on stickies because I haven't ran my set of reds yet, but I have a set of BFG red labels waiting Brand to go new? on. No, fuck no. no. I oh, bought no, used. No, no, no. Like, damn, son. <laughs> I bought used. They're between a quarter for the rears and a half for the front for tread. Oh, dude, you, you don't want to buy them new anyways. You want them to be actually sticky. You know what I mean? Oh, I do. <laughs> and these tires are 100% at that point. That's I'm just excited for the first time I go up to Ma Bell with the group of newbies and can just sit on Gatekeeper putting on a smoke show for half a second and then just let out of the clutch, flop back down to the bottom of the obstacle and let it idle up Gatekeeper. That's going to be fun. That's I'm be awesome. excited for the first time you get them up to my house. <laughs> Your house, I feel like they're not going to do as well as they possibly could because of the amount of fucking dog shit garbage that is on the ground. Yes, <laughs> but there's a few spots that I want to see you smoke up. Is, is he, are you the one that you posted some of the videos that you're like, this is my buddy's property? Yeah, yes. that would be oh, him. Okay. Yeah. I've seen so I was like, dude, I want to go there. And he's like, oh, it's my buddy's property. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you're sure? Feel free to come it's, on up. You're about... um. To get out of New York, if you take the ferry, you're about 50 minutes away when you cross the ferry line. That's not bad. That's not bad at all, actually. I didn't even yeah. realize that how close. I'm in Massachusetts, so I forget, like, they're an hour and 15 minutes away from me. So then, like, in New York City, I think it's, like, two and a half. So that makes so much sense that it's literally, yeah, like, Yeah, but if you hop the ferry from Long Island, dude, it's not bad well, at like all. Yeah, I live I live on Fort Hamilton now, which is in Brooklyn, which is right by the Verrazano Bridge. Ah, uh, that's still not he, terrible. 
No, well, I'm I'm like an hour and a half or so from New York City. So what what part are y'all in? Like Waterbury or near Torrington? We're we're a few miles up north from Waterbury. So from from here to Waterbury is an hour and forty one minutes right now. Woo! <laughs> All right, so so let's just make it uh, yeah. two hours then. Yeah. <laughs> Which wouldn't be bad because we are. No, nah, fucking Graham does of... that every time. Which, by the way, rest in peace, Graham. Uh, yeah, he had to go do Jeep things. <laughs> oh, I thought he had to go and eat car batteries into the ocean. Jeep <laughs> <laughs> related. But the good thing about Richie's house is like he has a shit ton of like fields. So every time mm. that we plan an event there, it's a weekend event. So oh, yeah. If, if you were to come out, come and camp, we have a fire, we hang out, drink some beers, and shoot the shit. It's. Well, yeah, when, whenever I have an uh, event here, I always offer people Friday night through Sunday. Yeah, that'd be awesome, dude. Yeah, the only we thing actually I'm have one say, coming up in June. In June, what part of June? Because uh, I'm leaving to Mississippi part. in like middle of July. Dude, it? that's June, fucking awesome. Fourth? Is it June fourth? Yeah. Well, my my birthday is June third. Oh, perfect! Hey. So come out here and hey, get we'll, drunk. We'll have, we'll celebrate your birthday. How about that? Come up, get fucked up with us. I support <laughs> it. Let's do it. But I'm uh I'm I'm down. I I, I was planning on going camping this weekend. I just want to go somewhere and get away from the city. Uh you know? dude, I feel that. Yeah, I just so love. How... Huh? No, you're good. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, anytime that you're, I, I I'm not gonna go camp when it's cold because I'm a bitch like that. But uh, it start, it's starting yeah, well, to warm up a little bit. Yeah, well, you're also an old man. <laughs> <laughs> Once it starts getting warm, I, I spend as much time as I possibly can away from the city, like out, out in the woods. Like, there's been times when I've driven out to Roush just to, just to spend 20 – because Roush, from, from where I'm at right now, is exactly 103 miles, you know? So That's I, not bad at all. So I, out, there's last summer, I would go out there just to spend like one, one or two nights out there and not even wheel. I would just go out there and just – just hang out and just be away from everybody. Honestly, that's mm. such a good idea, too, because, like, if the camping areas are that nice, you're surrounded by shit that you love. You can walk mm -hmm. around the parking lot and just start a fucking conversation with people, and then they probably would invite you by the fire, and you could hang out with them. Dude, that's such a good idea. Yeah. That that, works I've so done well. it a whole bunch. A whole bunch. I, pro I, probably, I probably wheeled Roush about four times, and, but I've, I've been there probably a dozen times. <laughs> I see. You know, it's funny. I've never been to New York City, and I've never been to Roush. You never and been I, to Roush? No, I have not yet. Last year, so <laughs> uh, last year when they set the event, the Web Wheelers Ball, um, mm -hmm. it's the weekend before I go up to Lake George for their car show. So oh, it's I tough. It, it's tough for me because I'm spending thousand plus dollars, especially because like uh, hotel rooms are six hundred bucks a night during that weekend. So yeah. like, it's tough for me to then drive two and a half hours up and have that plan when I know I'm going to Roush the weekend or opposite, whatever. Like it's tough for me to go down to Roush when I know I'm spending that weekend where this year I am going to Roush, coming home for a day and then driving a, a classic car in the trailer up to Lake George. <laughs> um, <like> so <laughs> this, this year is going to be a very expensive, but fun week. Week yeah, <laughs> I'm taking that whole week off, it looks like, because uh, mm -hmm. Hack Bar is coming down from Michigan, so we're going to hit uh, Roush and then AOAA. I mean, which, I'm... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Which one's AOA? Is that... Um, That's it's in, the it's in park, Pennsylvania. It's about 35 minutes away from Roush. 
So okay. we were going to go hit both of those, and uh, if I end up moving, it's going to be one of them things where it's like, uh, if I'm going to be driving, you know, 10 hours to go up to roush and drive mm -hmm. 10 hours oh roush I'm, is 10 hours from you well i'm gonna be an hour from winrock so it's oh. gonna be a he, decent drive after he moves to tennessee yeah oh, i got you yeah um so if i'm gonna do that i might as well take the whole week off and go and hit aoaa with curtis mm -hmm. i mean i'm down because if i'm gonna have the week off too i have a spare day in between that i could just i'll just say fuck it i'll drive home I'll drive home on Wednesday or Tuesday, and then Wednesday I'm driving up to Lake George. Fuck it. So <laughs> I just I typed in Roush Creek from where I'm at right now to Roush Creek's 118 miles. Oh, I wish that's not bad. I wish I think it's 360 for us, or at least for me, I think it's somewhere around there. Damn. I yeah. want to say it should be about 250 for me and Luke. Well, that's 300 um, for me, because I'm 50 so, miles from you. <laughs> on a side note, you know how I just mentioned Curtis? He just texted yeah. me some pictures of his cross member that literally split the tube. That thing <laughs> oh. is fucked. You said send pictures, and then the word started with the C, and I thought you were going to say crotch, and I was not too sure. Well, it is No, that cross member is fucked, dude. We're going to have oh, to have Jesus. him on to talk about that repair. Yeah, and actually, next week, we have another guest, which is pretty cool, because he just bought something new, which would be pretty exciting. I'm kind of stoked to hear all about that. So, speaking of something new, I want to get... Yeah. What? I want to get a razor so bad. Oh, so, okay. First off, if you are, let me know. If you can pay cash, I can get you a stupid deal. Even if you don't pay cash, I can still get you a stupid deal. Um, But, ah, uh, there's... It, I have this obsession for razors, too. I mean, I fucking love them. I've driven 900 turbos, 1,000 turbos. I've driven Can-Ams. I've driven a few of their Mavericks and all that. They're so much fucking money. I, yeah. I, it's so oh, hard for me. They're stupid expensive. Uh, my, yeah. like, my next truck that I want is 25 grand. The Razor I want is 25 grand. <laughs> it's so tough for me to sit down and be like, fuck yeah, I'm just going to spend 25 grand on a Razor. That's why I haven't got one. I can't justify it, you know? Yeah, they that's are fucking cool. <laughs> that's why I like my Cherokees because my Cherokees are like 300 bucks and they can go down Razor Trails. But, yeah. Uh, but technically, th that's, no. that's what. That's what makes me so mad is because I used to have one of the like OG side by sides. It was it was a single theater and everything. It was a Kawasaki, but yep. it was a fucking workhorse at my house. Yeah. It was a two fifty cc, and we used it for fucking everything. It was like a mule, or what was it? Yeah, is it two fifty? Yeah, are you but sure? You can't get a mule for cheap anymore. Because of how popular they're the talking about the mule, got. not a razor per se. No, no, I know. I just I didn't think mules were because I don't think it's yeah. exactly a mule. The mules are the new body ones. No, what's the, um, what's the Kawasaki mule or something? The badge. Mule. Uh, it's like um, they, um, it's like the farm version of a razor. Yeah, it's kind of like the yeah. the Rangers, it, the players' it's utility. Rangers. It's a utility version. Yeah, but uh. But, uh not to interject. But they went all the way down to 150 code. That's oh, weird. They, so it must have been like a gator. Like 
it's basically what it is that the one you're talking about the 250s yeah 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 so it's pretty okay so like i i didn't even know they went that small they're well, fucking cool though man like one of my buddies just picked one up because he has a girlfriend who her father has a cottage up in vermont and he keeps a snowmobile up there he keeps his uh his he's now gonna keep his razor up there and i'm trying to convince him so hard to come to uh to badlands with it but I know for a fact he's gonna just—he's gonna be like, "Oh, I can go up this black trail with you guys," and either a, do it with no problem, or he's gonna fuck some shit up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. You know, I'd say we covered quite a lot here. You guys wanna uh, perhaps cut it here? Yeah, sure. Sounds good to me. All right. No matter your location, remember to air down and uh, keep it. Don't uh, buy Patagonias. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Take it easy. <laughs>